Okay, we're continuing here. It's Vilaschana, Pasuk Hey. There's our cue. Sure, that's fine. Okay. Yes, the rope also if you can stop by. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Baruch Hashem, we have the Svarim now, so we can take a safer. We got the Svarim. So, see if anyone wants to purchase Okay, so we are in uh, on Pasuke, which is on page Tzadi Tess. I'm, sh- I'm assuming we're all the same version. I don't think this is a, you have a newer version than me. So it should be page Tzadi Tess. Yeah. Okay, good. So the Pasuke, Sveim Balechem, yes. So the Pasuke, Sveim Balechem Niskaru, which means the ones that were Sova Balechem, they were full, satiated with bread, Niskaru, were hired out. Ura'evim, or I said the other way, I said Sveim, those who were satiated, Balechem Niskaru, were hired out for bread. That's the way you should read it. Ura'evim, and hungry ones, Chodelu, they stopped being hungry. Adakara Yolda Shiva, while the barren one, the Akara, gave birth to seven. Verabas Bonim, the one who had a lot of children, Umlala, so she was like empty, she became bereft from her children. So Rashi says over here, Sveim Balechem, Veloitzrichem Lias Niskarm Lashum Malacha Mereevam, Veniskaru Balechem Parnasasam. So it's just not exactly clear what Rashi is talking about. He's just saying that those that the that were Sveim Balechem, they were they were satiated with the bread, so they didn't need to be hired out for any work because of their hunger. I'm sorry, be, yeah, because of their hunger. So they were hired out just uh, for, with, with the bread for their parnasa, and that's what gave them, gave them their parnasa, made them satiated. So those who were hungry and they were busy with their mezaynas, so they stopped being busy with their mezaynas. So Rashi, I'm not sure exactly what Rashi is referring to here, What's the, what, what it's talking about, we'll see. But the second part, the only reason I'm doing Rashi here is for the second part, Adakara Yolda Shiva Varabas Banim Umlala. This is a famous thing. While the Akara was giving birth to seven children, the one who had many children was bearing, Rahman al bearing her children. So the, Gemara, the Rashi says, Chana Yolda Shiva. This is referring to Chana. Chana had seven children. Kifakar Hashem is Chana. And the way it worked was that when Chana had one child, Penina, her tzara, her co-wife, she unfortunately buried two children. And Penina had ten children. Because, um, because um, he told Chana... Um, 
Elkana told Chana that you don't have any children. Aren't I better to you than more than ten than ten children? So it must be because Penina had ten children. Shall Penina? So Sheyod Chana Arba. So when Chana already had four children, Kavra Penina Shmaina. Penina had already buried eight children. And when she was giving, she was pregnant with her fifth child. So the way it was working, Penina was going to lose the next two, her last two. So Penina came to 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 Chana, and she and she prostrated herself on the on the floor, and she asked asked her for Rachmanis, and uh, because of that, they davened and. The um, last two children lived, and therefore it's called that Chana had seven children. Chana really only had five children, but the two that Penina that she saved of Peninas are called her children as well. Elu divrei Rabbi Nechemia. Those are the words of Rabbi Nechemia. So it says Shiva, but she really, in actuality, only had five. But the two that she davened for Penina that shouldn't die are counted as hers. That's why it's the older Shiva. And Rabbi Yehuda, I'm Rabbi Kibanim. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, she had five children, but she had two grandchildren. So that's why it's called seven. That's the Bnei Manim Aren Kabanim. Shaimrim Shiva Gematria Kaminyan Shmuel. And some say when it says Shiva, that's the Gematria of Shmuel. So even though it says Akari Yolda Shiva, it's not necessarily Dafka seven children. It means someone who's equal to seven children who was her son Shmuel. So that's what the Pasuk is talking about. At least the second half of the Pasuk we understand according to Rashi. But let's see the guy. Sveim Balechem Niskaru. Gam Kain Bimei Moshe Yeshua. Meaning, the Psukim before, the Pasuk before, was talking about the days of Moshe and Yeshua. We talked about Melchemes Midjan, Melchemes Sichon Va'aig, all different types of Melchemes. So this Pasuk is also referring to the days of Moshe and Yeshua. What's it referring to? Bimei Yehoshua. So the beginning of the Pasuk is talking about the days of Yeshua. Begivainim. So I'm about the story of the Givainim that we'll see in a second. Shahayu Sivayim. That they were satiated. But then, when Klai Yisrael came to Eretz Yisrael, they were hired out for bread. So what's this referring to? So this is referring to, if you look at the bottom of the Eifah Shlomai, this is referring to a story in Sefer Yeshua. So if you remember last time when we needed a Navi, we didn't have one with Rashi in it. And I managed, the next day somebody asked me, what does the shul need? I want to donate some svarim, my Adler. So I told them, I'll tell you, the first thing that comes to mind is yesterday I needed a nach. A nach that has Rashi and the other uh, Mikroyz besides the Malvim. So Baruch Hashem, we're using it today, his nach in Yeshua. So, Parak Tess over there, it's talking about, remember we talked about a few weeks ago about the Mechama, the Mechama with uh, Ai, where, um, where, um, where Kala Yisrael, where uh, Yorbe Menashe was killed because Yeshua didn't go out to war. We talked about Melchemes Eretz Yisrael, that the Malach really went around showing who to kill because he killed the Pneumius of them. So after the story of Ai, so Kala Yisrael is on its, on its way here to go and conquer Eretz Yisrael. So in Perak in Yeshua it says, when all the kings, Asher Be'eva Yardain, Bahar Bashvela, Bechol Chaifa Yamagado, Mulavon, Chite, Marikini, Knani, Prizi, Chivi, Yavusi, everybody heard about what was going on here. They got all together to fight against Yeshua. That's it. They don't want to, they're going to fight against Yeshua. So says the Pasuk, The people of Givain heard what Yeshua had done to Yericho and I, he totally destroyed them. And they also act with trickery. 
So we'll see in a moment what this Gam Hema is. But Rashi says, what do you mean they also? Who was the also? Who was the first people who acted with trickery? So we'll see in the guy in the, in the, in the second half of the Pasuk who it's referring to, according to him. But Rashi says, you know who acted Ba'arma? By Shechem. Right? It says over there that they acted Ba'arma and they told them that, you know, we want you to be whatever and they ended up killing everyone out. So the Pasuk says over here, the Yoishve Giva and these Goyim, these Kenanim, also acted with trickery like the Bnei Yaakov did. Because who were these Bnei Givain? They were from the Chivi. Chivi is one of the seven nations of Canaan. Now, we weren't allowed to make any priest treaties with the Anshe Canaan. So we had to go destroy them. That was the mitzvah. But the Givainim got a little nervous here. They saw Yericha and I go down like, like, like nothing. And they said, we're next. So they said like this. So they came and they went. The Pasuk says the whole thing that they dressed up as if they were traveling a long distance and they packed up their chamoyrim with, with worn out sakim and noidis yai and all different things. Kilo, they came from this long trip and they came, went to Yeshua. And they said, We came from a very far away land. We want to make a bris. Make a bris with us that you're not going to kill us. Ulai bikir biyata yoshiv. One second. Who are you? Maybe you're talking from around here. We're not allowed to make any peace treaties with you. So they said, No, we want to be your servants. We have nothing to do with these kenanim. So Yeshua says, Who are you? Miyatem and Miyayin Tavayu. Where are you from? So we said, they said, Meretz Rechaika Mo'id Bo Avadecha. L'Shem Hashem Alekecha. We came here for Hashem. Kishamanu Shamai. We heard about Hashem. And we heard about everything Hashem did in Mitzrayim. And what He did to Sichon and Oig on the other side of the Yardain. And we want to make a peace treaty. It says, and our zekeneinu v'chol yoshvi arteinu, our elders and all our inhabitants, they told us, take some tzedol aderech, go a long road, go to Kla Yisrael, and tell them, avdeichem anachnu, we're willing to be your servants, kirsul on a bris, let's make a bris. Look, they said, look, look at our bread, look how old it is. This is how long we've been traveling. Traveling, we, we, it was fresh when we left our house, right? And look, it's dried out, it's nekudim, it's mamash, very dried out. And uh, it's a raya. And look at the look at the wine flasks. We filled them up. They're brand new. Look at them. They're mamash all torn to pieces. Look at our clothing and our shoes. Balu meiraiv haderech. They mamash put on a ganze show. So, so says the pasuk. Vayichu anoshim mitzedam. Kla Yisrael accepted their words. Vespi Hashem leishalu. They didn't ask Hashem. Vayaslam Yeshua Shalom. So Yeshua made peace with them. Vayuchaslam Rizlechayesam. Vayishavu lehem nesiyaita. This was the problem. They made a treaty and they made a shvua that they're not going to hurt them. Vayibiksei shloishes yomim achrei shakarusalam bris. And it was three days later. Vayishmu and all of a sudden they realized he kravim heim I love uvekir behem yashvim the local people they were tricked so they didn't know what to do so Klaiso traveled came to their city of the Givainim to Givain. And Kvira, Beiris, Sekiris, Yaram, different places. Now, they didn't go and hit them, says the Pasuk, Vayukim and Esau, Kinishbu lehem Nesiyah Edah, Bashem Alekei Yisrael, they made a Shavua. Vayiloinu kol Edah ala Nesiyim, Kla Yisrael had tainas ala Nesiyim. What'd you do here? Who asked you to make a Shavua? So they said, listen, we made a Shavua, we can't touch them anymore. Zois nasa lehem vachiyaisam, so we're going to let them live. 
Because if we're going to be over on the Shavuah, that's a terrible thing. So what are we going to do? But, but how could we, we can't just let it go unpunished. So what we're going to do is, we're going to let them live. But they're going to have to become the wood choppers and the water carriers for Klai Yisrael. The Takan are going to have to become our slaves. And that's, that's how Yeshua made them. It says Yeshua called them, and he says, Why did you trick us and tell us you're from far away? You're local. You're cursed. You're never going to stop being wood choppers and water carriers like slaves to base. He says, Eved, you're like slaves to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that is, so they answered back and they said, we heard all about it and we didn't want to be destroyed and we were afraid. No problem, do what you want with us. Do what you want with us. And the Pasuk ends off, the last Pasuk in the Barak. So it says over here that someone says, someone says the Mitsudais or Rashi, someone says that, um, that till they built the Mishkan or the Beis HaMikdash um, or the Mizbeach, in other words, till, till, um, till they finished the war, they were chayt veitzim and shayvimayim la'eda for the people. Then they set them as the chayt veitzim and shayvimayim for the mizbeach. Mizbeach Hashem ad hayyim azeh alamokam ashayivchar. So that's what happened. So says the guy, and that's what's talking. That's talking about here. Sveim balechem. Those who were seveya balechem. They were full. So in Eifah Shloimi he says, why? What do you mean? Because they were Kananim. The Kananim were full batim malayim kaltuv. They, had, they were satiated. They weren't poor people. They didn't need to, to become avadim, right? They, 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 were, they, were, they were very uh, rich people, the Kananim. But what happened? But those vein balechem niskaru. So now they became hired people, meaning they became shayavimayim v'chayit v'etzim, like workers. Why? Because even though they were svein balechem, before Klai Yisrael came in, but they became hired out for their bread, meaning to say, they became these Shayave Mayim and Chaitve Eitzim. Okay, so that's the first part of the Pasuk. So on the next page, on page Kof, we go to the second half. Ura'evim. Who are the hungry ones? Heim Yisrael. It's referring to Klai Yisrael. When we were in the Midbar, we were in the Midbar, so we were hungry. Now, Lachari, when we were hungry, we had the man. The Pasuk says, Vayancha Vayarivecha. So the Pasuk Shana Vayancha Vayarivecha, the Ramban actually writes um, over there, one of those Pesukim about the man that says that really, the man didn't fall right away in the morning, says the Ramban. The man fell later in the day when Kla Yisrael was mamish starving. They, they couldn't hold it out anymore. You know, they thought they'll come home in the morning for breakfast. The man would be there. It wasn't there. Maybe have a coffee, you know, wait for the brunch. Finally, 11 o'clock, 12 is starving. Oh, and then the man falls down. The Russian wants to show them that, you know, you need me. It's all about, you know, needing me. That's Vayancha Vayarivecha. But the Goyin says different. Eina doyme l'mishyeshle pas besalai. To be shamed by pas besalai. When you have... You know that you have your parnasa for tomorrow, so you're 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 comfortable today. Even if you have parnasa today, if tomorrow you're not sure what's going to be, so even today you're not satiated. You can't. You don't eat and say, "We'll worry about tomorrow." Today you're eating. You're ready worrying about tomorrow. So the guy says, "The man fell every single day, right?" That's what the pasuk means. Vayancha vayarivecha. What do you mean? We had the man every morning. The man fell. Yeah, but maybe tomorrow morning it's not going to fall anymore. 
Just we don't have anything in our cupboard. It goes moldy, right? Wormy by tomorrow morning. Again, that's all because the Rebbe Shalom wanted us to be rely on him. But that's called Vayari Vecha. We're raving. We were hungry. When are you hungry? You had all the money and food in the world. Yeah, for today. Tomorrow. Who knows what's going to happen? But But then when they came to Eretz Yisrael, Chadelu, it ceased. In other words, they stopped being hungry. There was, wasn't the man anymore. Shematsu batim aleim kaltuv and kramim because they found in um, full houses full of all tuv. They, they found the vineyards and zaysim. They found all types of food in Eretz Yisrael. So the hungry people, when they came to Eretz Yisrael, they ceased to be hungry. Mashiach, in the first half of the Pasuk, were the satiated people, were the Givainim, who had what to eat in Eretz Yisrael. Now, when Klai Yisrael came, it switched, and they had to become the Chayt Ve'etzvim and the Shaya Ve'mayim. Okay. Now, it says, so that was Bimei Yahishua. But what about, we said always, Bimei Yahishua and Bimei Moshe, V'chein Bimei Moshe. So the guy continues, this Pasuk is also for in days of Moshe. Why? Sveim. Hema Kananim. Again, same idea, the Kananim. Kemoshe Kosov Chazal, Melamid Shebo Kananim Bimei Moshe, Kederich Shebo Bimei Yeshua. The Pasuk tells us, the Pasuk tells us that, um, that, that in 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 Parshas Nitzavim it says Atem Nitzavim Yem Kuchel Ifnei Hashem Lekeichem Rashechem Shidechem Right Mechayte Veitzecha Ad Shayiv Veimecha From your wood chopper to your water drawer. Oh, the wood choppers and water drawers. Says the Medrash Amr Rabbi Yitzchak Melam and it teaches us that the Givainim or the Kananim. The question is exactly which one it is. The Kananim. The Rashi in in in, in um, it's a Medjushan Chuman. It's a Rashi Tvarim Chav Tesiot. He brings it down here on the bottom, like in the wide lines, three or four lines in. Melamed Shabo Kenanim Lizgayer Bimei Moshe Kederek Shabo Givayin Me Yeshua. Kenanim came in the days of Moshe with the same the same thing. They want to become Geirim. Now, Vizehu Amar Begivayinim. This is Rashi in Chovish. Vizehu Amar Begivayinim Vayasu Gam Heim Ba'arma. What's the Gam Haim? They're just like in Yeshua's days, they did it just like they did in Moshe's days. That's the Gam Haim. Rashi says the Gam Haim. Rashi in Yeshua says, Bnei Yaakov did Ba'arma. Rashi in Chumash tells us the Gam Haim is in Yeshua's days, they came just like they came in Moshe Rabbeinu's days. The only difference is the Ramban, he would say he brings the Ramban, V'zel Hashayin Ramban, Rabbi Seinu Amru Shavok Sats Kananim, B'mei Moshe Kedach Shavayim Yeshua Nesachat Ve'etzim Chulu, V'eina Kavon Eloi Marsherimu Oisai. The Gam Haim is not that they tricked them in Moshe's days too, right? Gam Haim Ba'arma. They also came in trickery. What What's the also going on? The coming or the tricking? Right? Rashi in, in Yeshua is saying it's going on the tricking, like Bnei Yaakov. The Ramban is saying, no, they didn't trick. In the days of Moshe Rabbeinu, there was no tricking. Bo, I love Lahashli Mimoy. They still came to make a peace treaty. In Yeshua, it says, Vayavoyu Gam Haim. They also came to make a treaty, but these new Givainim in Yeshua's days, they came Ba'arma. They were the tricksters. Moshe Rabbeinu's days were not the tricksters. Now, the Pasuk says, in the Rabban continues, V'chei Matasi B'Medrash Tanchum, Alam Ducha Shaboi, Tzamoshe V'Lei Kiblem. He didn't either. They, they didn't trick him. He wasn't able to trick him. Whichever way it was, it sounds like that he didn't. There was no mitzvah yet of Leisachaya Kol Neshama. 
right? There's only a mitzvah of killing them out when you go into Eretz Yisrael. They come out of Eretz Yisrael, they want to become Geirim, but Moshe Rabbeinu want nothing to do with them. Well, Canaanim going to come, Canaanim are the worst of the worst. Stam come Geirim. So he says, okay, I'm not going to throw you out, but we're going to make you So that's where they were. So back to the top. So Again, the Kananim are the satiated ones. So the Gain is also learning, like Rashi and Chumash, that the Gamheim is referring to the way they came in Moshe Rabbeinu's days. So they became those Tzveim Niskaru. Now they became the water carriers and the wood choppers. Now again, what's that in Moshe Rabbeinu's days? That the hungry ones cease to be hungry. That is, the hungry ones in the Midbar, like we said, because they only had the man. But at the end of the 40 years, when they plundered Sichain and Aik and they fought against them, Shanemar. Now they had everything they needed. They had tons of animals, they had tons of food, they had everything they needed. At the end of the 40 years, the hungry ones ceased to be hungry by conquering Sichain and Oik. So that is the first half of the Pasuk. According to the Gain, is referring to the days of Yeshua and Moshe Rabbeinu in, uh, in this context. Now what's the second half of the Pasuk? Adakara Yolda Shiva while the Akara was giving birth to seven, says the Goyen, Pirish Yisrael. This is referring to Kla Yisrael. Shehayu, you have to skip a couple pages here to page Kufdalad. We'll get back to the middle in a moment. So Shehayu Akara, Kemay Akara. Kla Yisrael is like a barren, a barren woman. But then they were Yerish, the Nachla of the seven nations. What were they bearing? It means they didn't have a land. We were wandering around the Midbar. We left Mitzrayim. We are wandering around the Midbar. And, uh, and, um, and we had nothing. But then eventually, we were Yalda Shiva. We went and conquered Eretz Yisrael. And we had the land of the seven Goyim. Virabas, what was the Lashon of the Pasuk? Virabas Bonim, the ones that had many children, Umlala, now ceased to have them. They didn't have them anymore. What's that referring to? Who's the Rabbas Bonim? Kal Uma Eretz Yisrael. means all the nations in Eretz Yisrael, Umlalu, they ceased to exist. Every king of the 31 kings in Eretz Yisrael, the Malchi Kanan of the seven Amin, they had a big palace. V'Yisrael Yarshakulam. Kla Yisrael. Was Yerish all of them? So was Yerish all of them. So that's the Rabbas Bonim Umlal. Now it's interesting. Let's let's <coughs> pause for a moment and talk about this Akara business. So in this context, the guy is saying Akara was Kla Yisrael before we went into Eretz Yisrael. We didn't have any land. We didn't. That we're called an Akara. But the truth is, Kla Yisrael is called an Akara in numerous places. In numerous places, and he brings over here from the guy in a few places. The Gain says, um, it's based on a Gemara Brachas, Brachas Taf Yud. Stuki told Bruria, the Pasuk says, Rani Akara, La Yalada. The Akara should be Besimcha, Rani, she should sing, La Yalada, she didn't have children. Mishum de La Yalada, Rani, frakta the, the uh, Stuki to Bruria, because she didn't have children, that's why she's singing. So Amarle, uh, she told him, Shatya, you're a fool, Shuffle is safe at the Go to the end of the Pasuk. Dechsev ki rabim b'nei sheimema mi b'nei me'ula. Amar Hashem. 
Meaning, the Bnei Shemeima, the children of the desolate city of Yerushalayim, are even more than the Bnei Ba'ula of the Bas Edoi, meaning of the Goyim. So we have tons of children. Klaisel tons of children, even more than you. So Elamaya Karla Yola. They said, okay, but what's the beginning of the post? It says they're barren without giving birth. So the Gemara, so this says the Gemara, Rani Knesses Israel, Ladoime. Klai Yisrael sings are like a barren woman. That Klai Yisrael doesn't have children that are going to Gehenim like you Goyim are going to Gehenim. So, so, um, so the, um, so the Goyim says, the Goyim says that, well, what's this, what's, what, what's going on over here? What's going on is as follows. That the the question that the Stuki was asking was why are, is is the, um, is 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 the Akara singing that Loyola the, that she didn't have the children? So the answer is the singing is on the Loyalada that she didn't have children that are going to Gehenim. She didn't have children that are going to Gehenim, and since they're not going to Gehenim, that's why she's singing. And he says because Kla Yisrael and Galus are called Akara, Moshivi Akaris Habayis. We're called an Akara. Klai is called an Akara. So what's going on over here? It says that Avram Avinu is Yoshev al-Pischei shel Gehenim. Avram Avinu sits on the Pesach of Gehenim and uh, he doesn't let, Kla- he doesn't let Yidin in. Anyone who has a bris milah, he doesn't let him into Gehenim. Now why Dafka Avram Avinu? Why Avram Avinu sits on the Pesach of Gehenim? Because the Medrash says Kitsuram Micharam that their rock Sold them out. Who's that? That's Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu was given a choice for Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael needs a kapara on their Averis. Should they have Gehenim or go into Golis? And Avram Avinu chose, chose Golis. He chose that our kapara should be in Golis. So since we're going to Golis, we don't have to go to Gehenim. We don't have to go to Gehenim. So Avram Avinu sits on the Pesach of Gehenim and says any year who was in Golis it doesn't go in. Because that was the deal that I made with the Ramayna Shalom. Now the Yifei Tayyar on the Medrash says, well, we'll slow down. Anyone in Golis, that's it. No Gehenim anymore. We're Potter. So the Yifei Tayyar says no. But part of the Kapar of Gehenim was Potter in Golis. In other words, it's Shaykh still. The person does Averis and he's going to have to get a punishment. But being in Golis is a major Kapar. So there's a fact, there's a Merdeka Meshachachma. The Meshachachma says that... Um, that that um, it says that uh, Avram Avinu only pulls out someone who has a bris milah, but if someone was Moshech or Lassay, means he like undid the bris milah by pulling back the Arla, so that Avram Avinu doesn't take him out of Gehenna. It says, what's the pshat? Because the whole Yisait of being in Galus is that we're separate from the Goyim. We don't intermarry with them. We remain separate. That's what the bris milah represents, that we're separate from the Goyim. Uh, it says over there, I'm sorry, it says, um, I'm sorry, it says, so If he lived with a guy, then Avram Avinu lets him into Gehenim, he doesn't take him out. Why? Because the whole Yisait is, being in Golis is separate. But if you're intermarried with the Goyim, so you didn't have a Golis. If you don't have a Golis, see, then you need Gehenim. Only the people who lived in the Galus don't have Gehenim. That's what the Meshachachma says. So that's Pshat over here also. The Iker, Rina, what's the Rani Akara? Because La Yalada, because we're Akara in Galus, we're being in Galus, we're barren, we're not doing what our Tafkid is because we're stuck in Galus. But La Yalada, at least we're not going to Gehenim. For that we're going to sing that we're not going to Gehenim. And that's why Klai Yisrael, Sois Tosis, Visogel Ho Akara. 
Right? That's the Akara. Klai Yisrael is the Akara. B'kibbutz Bonel L'Seicha B'Simcha. What do you mean? If she's an Akara, how does she have children? Teretz is, the Akara doesn't mean not having children. Akara means to say that you're not doing your tachlis, you're being in Golis. Lo Yolada means that Lo Yolda L'Ganim. And with that, there's Merdeke Gemara in the, in the Agadita of the Sabi de Be'atuna. Right, the uh, the juggler and the king over there in uh, Masechta Bechayrus, as they call it. So the Sabi de Beatuna, it says over there, the, those elders of the Beatuna were the most brilliant people in the world, and they they were the Chachme Adoim. It was the times of the Churban, and they asked Rabbi Shulam Chananya the following case. They said, "Tell us something that's a divrei chazav, something that's a lie." So he says that there was once a mule that gave birth, and hanging around its neck was a document, and it says on the document that it has a debt on its father for 100,000 100, zuz. That's what they, he told them. So they told them, since when does a mule give birth? Mules don't, can't get, they, the mules are sterile, they can't give birth. So he says, yeah, that's the, that's the sheker, that's the divrei chazav. So what's going on over here? So the guy says like this, the guy says a married kavart here. The guy says that the Gemara Navayi tells us, we mentioned this once before, about the different holidays, the different chagas the Gaim have. So the Gemara says there's a holiday they have in Rome that's only once every 70 years. Every 70 years they would take an Adam HaShalem, a person who, who's, uh, who's fit, healthy and fit, and he's Kenegad Esav, and they would put, and, they, and, they, um, and they, he rides on top of someone who's limping. Right? You put him on top of someone who's limping. That's Kenegad Yaakov was limping. And they clothe him in the big day Adam Harishain. That was the big, big day Hamudas of Esav. And they put on him the mask, Pelotika thing. They had Rabbi Shmuel Kayan Gadol, we know from the Aruge Malchus, right? The, the daughter cried. She wanted her father to save, to save him. He was so beautiful. He said, no, I'm going to kill him, but I'm going to flay his skin. You could have his skin of his face. So in Rome, they had the mask, his face. The face of Rabbi Shmuel Kayan Gadol. And they made it into a mask, and they would put this mask on the uh, on the person. Um, the I think the Lashon of Rashi is there. Adain Munach begins a It's still there. It's still there in the Vatican somewhere. Um, and then they put around his neck a very fancy stone, something that's uh, that's very uh, precious and not common. And they would take other fancy stones, and they would cover the streets with it, the shvak, or the market with it. And they would go and make a parade, and they would say that um, the 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 cheshbon of the kates of when Mashiach is going to come is a lie. Meaning, when Yaakov Avinu in this week's parsha Vayechi told them, "Achris Hayamim, what's going to happen? The kates, it's a lie, because look, the kates hasn't happened. We're still on top. Esav's on top. Achva Demorana Zayfana, the brother of our master, meaning our master Esav, his brother Yaakov." Zayafna, he's a cheater, he's a liar, Zayfan. Why? Because he cheated Esav to get the brachas. And he thought he's going to be on top. What the trickster game with his trickery? Look, we're still on top. So Rabashi said on that Gemara, they, made, they, they misspoke. Their mouth uh, was a, was a mixture for them. Because... If they would have said Zaifana Achva Demarana, if they would say Zaifana Achva Demarana, the Achva, the brother of our master, is a cheater, that way Zaifana Achva Demarana, that would make sense. But they said, no, uh, what was the Lashon? Achva Demarana Zaifana. 
right? The brother of our master, the cheater. In other words, they said themselves that Asa is really the cheater. They wouldn't realize what they were saying. So, what's the, so what's going on here? Says the Goyim. Vaisdechai says, a machleik is going down between Klai Yisrael and the Goyim. Who is the cheater here? Who is the Zaifana? They say, Yaakov Avinu is the Zaifan. He went and he tricked Asa. He got the brachas. And look, they didn't even get the brachas. They weren't even Makuyim at all. The brachas weren't Makuyim at all. Right? We're on top. And we say, no, it's not true. They're the ones. They think they have the brachas. They think everything today is the brachas. But that's all baloney. It's all a fake. And you think about it, really. Remember here from Lapiansky, a whole shir on, on, on Tishabov about this. The whole thing is a facade. He put on a mask. He put on some clothing. And he, oh, hey, we won. You know what I mean? There's nothing, there's nothing internal to it. There's nothing real. It's all, it's all, it's all a facade of, 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 of what's going on. And that's really what's going on in our world. We don't see the truth. So you see, the guy looked like everything. They're wearing a mask. Everything looks beautiful. There's nothing going on there. Internally, there's nothing going on. And that's the aside over here that we're arguing with them. Who's the real liar over here? So that's what they came along, says the guy, and said, tell us something that's a lie. Meaning, you claim we're a liar? Prove that we're liars. Tell us that we're liars. We have the bracha. You don't have the brachas. So Rabbi Shubhananya answered them. He said, no, there was a mule that once gave birth. So the guy tells through the Gemara we just said with Bruria, Avrani Akara Lo Yalada, and he brings the whole Gemara over here that we just explained that Lo Yalada means that we went into Galus, but we're not going into Gehanim, Lo Yalda Gehanim. And what that means, Lo Yalda Gehanim means that we're going to come back. There's a Haftacha, says the guy. The Klaiso is not going to be destroyed in Golos. In Shirashirim, it says, Kerem Hoyelishlaima Bivalhamain, Nasa Nakerem Lenoitrim, Ish Yavi Bipiryoy, Elef Kesef. It says over there that each person is going to bring for his fruit a thousand Kesef. And the, there's a Gemara in Shavuis that Darshins, that that's referring to Malchusa de Rikia. It's talking about what goes on in Shemayim. And the basic idea of the Gemara over there says that. For every 1,200 Jews in Galus, if the Goyim destroy 200 of them, 1,000 are going to come back. Come back. In other words, unfortunately, Yidin are going to be lost in Galus, but not Gans Klai Yisrael. So it says over there, the Gemara says over there, that a, in a kingdom who loses one-sixth or takes one-sixth of, um, of its people to go to the army, that's normal. One-sixth is normal. So the Gemara says, that's referring to the Rabbi Nishalom with Klai Yisrael as well. If the Goyim take one-sixth of Klai Yisrael, 200 out of 1,200, so then that's considered normal. That's considered a normal loss. So therefore in Galos, we're going to come back with 1,000 out of the 1,200. So that's what he said, There was this mule, a mule's an Akara. Akara means that what? We all went to Galos. But then the Akara gave birth, which is referring to Hashem taking us out of Galus. We're going to go out of Galus. This mule is going to be Yalada. It's going to come back. We're going to go in, back into, into Eretz Yisrael. What's going on? What's on its neck? Hanging on its neck is a star that says, I have a chayv of a thousand zuz. That's the a thousand out of the twelve hundred that's going to come back from Galus. That's the a thousand out of the twelve hundred that's going to come back from Galus. So that's what he told him. A mule gave birth. The mule is the Akara Klai Zongolos. But Yalada, right? We're going to come back in. How much? A thousand. We have a chayv of a thousand. It's going to come back. So the Goyim told him, what do you mean? Kudraitza Miyalda. Since when does a mule give birth? Since when does a mule give birth? 
So he says, no, that's the Sheker. You think that we're not going to give birth. You asked Rani Akara Loyalada, the Loyalada is a mistake. The Loyalada means we're not going to Gehenim. We're going to be in Galus. But of course there's a Kla Yisrael. That's what you think is wrong. You're making a mistake. You think Akara means there's nothing left. And there's nothing left, that means you won and we're the liars. You're making a mistake in Pshat. The pshat is, we're only in Akar Lagabi going into Galus, but of course we're going to come back from Galus with those thousand out of the twelve hundred, we're going to come back and that's the Shtar Chay. That says the guy is what the Machlaik is here, to Yeshua ben Hananya and the Sabbath de Be'atuna in understanding of this Memra. But again, it's, you see this idea of Klai Yisrael be call, being called an Akara, and that in this Pasuk over here, the guy is saying, Ad Akara Yolda Shiva, Akara is referring to Klai Yisrael. Let's just finish off the Pasuk. We're back here on page Kuf Dalid. So in the second line it says Pirish Acher. He has a second Pshat. Adakara, at least in the second half. Nemer al Avram Visara Shayakara. Beyold the Zayin Darius had Moshe. The Akara, meaning Avram and Sarah, eventually had seven generations till Moshe Rabbeinu. And in his days, Uviyama, the days of Moshe Rabbeinu, Rabbas Bonim Umlala, the one who had many children, right? Who's that? Haim Shayoshvu Barat Yisrael. They ended up living in Eretz Yisrael. So the rabbis bon him. There were tons of people in Eretz Yisrael. In the days of Moshe Rabbeinu, Umlala. So after the Akara had the seventh generation from Avram, Moshe Rabbeinu, is when we were able to finally be Yerush Eretz Yisrael. What took so long? If Avram's the Akara, he finally has a child, let his child go take Eretz Yisrael. The Teretz is, because they weren't ready yet. Their Averis weren't big enough to be kicked out yet. And since they weren't big enough to be kicked out, we had to wait till the seventh generation till we were able to be Yerush Eretz Yisrael. So that's the end of this Pasuk. According to the Goyen, is referring to the Zion Amamin, to Canaan, to Givain, to Moshe, to Yeshua, to Akara's Kla Yisrael, going being Yerush Eretz Yisrael, Akara's the seventh generation being Yerush and that's how here the guy um, explains his pasuk. And Mezashem, we will continue next Sunday.